Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. You know, we've had referenda in this country that have been binding. We had the uh, Quebec referenda on uh, sovereignty. We had the Charlottetown Accord, where Canadians made the decision on how we would go forward. And so to have in our Constitution the right for the average citizen, the voting Canadian, to have the right to tell government, this is what we want you to do. This is what we insist on you doing. That would take away a lot, I think of the difficulties in the relationship between citizens and their politicians. Lucy Stamm is the vice president of the Swiss People's Party. He's a member of the Swiss National Parliament, and he joins us from Switzerland on the uh, Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Lucy, good to talk to you again. Good to, good to talk to you, and thanks for contacting me. How, I said 700 years. Is that correct? This system has been in place in Switzerland for 700 years? And. Not this direct democracy thing we are talking about tonight. That has been installed um, towards the end of the 19th century. But our country, indeed, is more than 700 years old. Okay, so I try to explain how it would work. But would you tell us, in your words, how the Swiss referendum system works? How does a Swiss citizen have an idea, have a thought, have a plan and then move that forward to the point that Swiss citizens actually vote on that thought, idea, or plan, and the government has to follow. How does it work? We have two different vehicles. One of them is called the referendum. The other one is called the initiative. The referendum is shortly explained. If um, the politicians pass a law, 50,000 Swiss citizens can collect signatures, and then um, nationwide you have to vote on this law. The initiative is something different. The initiative is you can take any subject you want to, um, lowering taxes, building a major road tunnel, whatever, and you can collect 100,000 signatures to launch an initiative. And then, at the end, the Swiss um, population has to vote on this question, whether or not you built this tunnel, whether or not you raised the taxes, etc. All right. So, in Canada, there is now going to be a federal carbon tax. It's going to be introduced over a period of years. So, if I decided, using the initiative system in this country, if we had it, that I wanted to challenge the carbon tax... I could do that. I could enter my idea. And if 100,000 people signed on, then that would be an official question on the next uh, referendums question or initiatives question. And, uh, and, and then the government would have to follow whatever the majority of people said they, they should do, correct? Correct. 100,000 people could um, take one sentence. For instance, it is illegal in Canada or in Switzerland to make such and such a, a, a tax law. Um, and then you could collect the signatures, the whole country has to vote on, and then in Switzerland it would be placed 
directly into our constitution. It is not legal to have such a tax. So the government has no choice. Correct. And um, if this if this um, sentence I, I I I made up, if it is um, formulated or, or put in a in, in a concrete sentence, this is sufficient. It then goes into the constitution, and then the government, the politicians, they have no choice. They have no possibility to introduce this law. Is this popular in Switzerland, Lutzi? This is very popular. Um, I would I would guess you have between five and ten different subjects. People start and then as a result, a few years later. Okay, we lost him. Can we call him back, please? So I, we heard the line starting to uh, starting to have problems, as you heard. So it's really fascinating, and I, I wasn't aware of the of the difference between the referendum and the initiative. So the referendum, the federal government of Switzerland passes a law, and then 50,000 people have to sign on to it or challenge it. And if 50,000 people um, challenge it, then it goes to the referendum question. And then if a majority, I hope I'm not confusing, if a majority of Swiss people after that don't like the legislation, it's set aside. Or if a majority of Swiss people approve of it, then it's accepted. And with the initiative, that's the one that I've been talking about, where the Swiss citizen has the right to make a, a suggestion or, or write a sentence that would then, you know, I, I, we don't Correct. want the fighter jets, for example. Correct. And, I, I am on the line again. It must be the international line. Excuse me that we were interrupted. But indeed, the Swiss population could vote on anything. Please continue. And you say it's a very popular part of the it Swiss Constitution. Very As a result, three times a year, in spring, in summer, and in fall, we have to go to the polls. We have to vote um, on the different subjects. And then one Sunday in March, you might have three different subjects. Then in June, again, three others. And then perhaps in October, remaining two. So you have between five and ten votes a year. Mm. What has been one of the more contentious, one of the more um, hotly debated questions for the referendum or the or the uh, or the initiatives recently? One of the ma- most famous ones was not um, to have free immigration into Switzerland anymore. We, have, we are not a country belonging to the European Union, but we have what we call free movement of persons, free immigration between Switzerland and Europe, and, um, or the other European countries. And then um, the Swiss population said, no, we want to end this. And that was fairly recent. It was, it was a narrow v- vote, was Correct. it not? And, and Correct. Did, did you not tell... Did you not tell us last time? 50.3%. I'm sorry? 50.3%. Okay, but all it takes is 50% plus one. Correct. Now, you told us last time that in the instance of that particular vote, the Swiss government is defying the people or was defying the people when we spoke. Is that still the case, and how do they get away with it if it's constitutional? I might always almost say this is an international problem, that this has... The dissatisfaction of the citizens toward 
towards the governments. I realized what has happened in the United States. I see what happens in Germany or in Italy, where the average people um, get more and more angry about their governments. And a little bit, we have the same development in Switzerland, unfortunately, because you see the political elite after a vote. They are doing um, lots of funny tricks not to put into effect what the Swiss people have just voted on. So is is that a, a one uh, instance only situation in all the other cases? Has the government done what the people told them to do? Um, there is uh, some some other ex- exceptions, um, increasingly, but um, for the for, for the moment, it still is okay. Um, um, to take this example of before, um, when we would take say um, it is impossible to have a certain tax. Mm-hmm. There is no way the government can do it. The Swiss people, did did they not for 15 years refuse to pass a value-added tax or a goods and services tax, as we call it in Canada? The government wanted it, and for 15 years, the Swiss people said no, right? Yes. And then eventually... Totally correct. And um, they, they found some other indirect taxes... But um, to make a long story short, at least we have much, much, much lower level than the other European countries. So in that sense, the Swiss population still has a very strong influence. I would think, Lutzi, that if the Swiss people can challenge and successfully challenge legislation that is introduced by the Swiss federal government uh, through the referendum process, that governments are careful most of the time about legislation they would introduce. Um, totally correct. Um, I, I stay with this example, taxes, because the politicians know um, in our capital that the Swiss people have more influence on the government than anywhere else in the world. They are careful to raise taxes. In that sense, it, is, um, it has a certain effect, um, even if you don't collect 100,000 signatures, um, and you don't put in process this, this thing we just talked about, um, because the politicians get careful. Can you stay with us a little bit longer? Um, I did not understand the question. Could you stay a little bit longer? Can you stay with us a little longer? Yes, no okay. problem. Okay. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk more with the Vice President of the Swiss People's Party and Member of the Swiss National Parliament, Luzi Stamm, about the referendum and the initiative realities in the Swiss Constitution, which, as you know now, allows the Swiss citizens to overrule and override government and instruct government on what to do. Uh, 1-800-263-2428 is my number. 1-800-263-2428. You can get engaged and involved in this right now. Is this something that you would sign on to for Canada? Is this something you'd be comfortable with in this country? If we had the same rights the Swiss people have constitutionally to override government, 1-800-263-2428. Big stories and even bigger guests. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So, uh, Kelly Leach, Dr. Kelly Leach, running for the leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada, 
is suggesting uh, that a referendum system like the one in Switzerland, although I don't think Dr. Leach has mentioned Switzerland, but she's um, she's suggesting a system like the one we've been speaking with Lutzi Stamm about, the uh, vice president of the Swiss People's Party and member of the Swiss Parliament. Mr. Stamm is staying with us for a little while, and we have uh, quite some interest from our from our callers across the country. Um, Lutzi, is there a... Is, is there any sort of argument against this? I know you've told us that it's popular in Switzerland, but do political parties agree that it should stay this referendum and initiative system, or, or would political parties, some of them, be more comfortable if it disappeared and just governments made decisions? Our laws and the individual rights um, in the sense initiative are being put under pressure nowadays by everybody who wants to unify the laws in whole Europe. The ones who think you should integrate the Swiss system into a um, worldwide system or into a European system called European Union, they are against the, um, the laws or the rights the Swiss population has had for more than a century. Yeah. I would imagine that there are significant numbers of politicians who do not like the idea of being told what to do by their citizens, because quite often when politicians are elected, they enjoy the uh, unchallenged, unfettered power they have for a period of time. Kathleen is in Toronto, uh, part Swiss citizen. Kathleen? Hi. Hi. You're, you're part Swiss? Yes. Well, I'm a Swiss citizen and a Canadian citizen, and I uh, was raised here in Canada by Swiss parents. I've lived in Switzerland, and I've taken part in the referendum, and that was 30 years ago, and I thought they were fantastic. I felt empowered while I lived there. I could vote. Probably there were 10, maybe 10 referendums a year. Uh, We voted at the post office. It was so easy to do, and you feel empowered as a citizen that you can if you really disagree with something the government's doing, you can have a voice. And uh, I thought it was the most brilliant. That feels so good to listen to you. Um, my greetings come from Switzerland to your country. Um, everything you said is 100% correct. Thank you. Uh, the Swiss have a lot of amazing ideas. I wish we could uh, imitate them. I wish the world could. But, um, but that in particular... I have to say it was the most empowering thing uh, while I resided there that I was able to vote on the banks or this or that or whatever the situation was. And it was an imperative. And everybody votes. Uh, they, they counted a privilege. They counted their duty. And if a government uh, makes poor decisions, we can correct that right away. I think it's brilliant. Do you re- I don't see why Canada could not introduce the same system. Switzerland has 8 million inhabitants. Perhaps this system would be difficult for a country which has hundreds of millions of inhabitants, but for a country like Canada, this would be a brilliant system. Do you know, I, what I really like about it as well for Canada is we are so regional here, and decisions that are made nationally might be favorable to or perceived to be favorable to one region of the country and disadvantageous to another region of the country if the people of the country then would have the opportunity to overrule the government you would have a real sense of what the national 
uh, opinion is and the national flavor is. Kathleen, do you uh, do you remember by any chance any of the referendum issues that you voted on? I think uh, I can't remember that well about them, but I remember distinctly one being about the banks being open or closed um, for um, information or whatever it was. The, yeah, you and I, I share. Can't specifically you, remember. You and I share a little bit of. Uh, of history, because I was I was born in Switzerland, as a lot of people know, and my mother was Swiss, and I went to school in Switzerland for ah. a number of years as a kid. So, yeah. Yes. Thank uh, you. That that's that's uh, that's great for you to call us. Thanks, Kathleen. Have a great Thank day. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Kathleen you in Toronto. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Roy Green Show Chorus Radio Network to Okotoks, Alberta, and Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hi. Yes, sir. Go ahead, please. You know, my ears have never perked up on a radio station for a long time like that. When I heard this one today. I'm absolutely thrilled like, that you're talking about something like a referendum in Canada. Because uh, we, like, I, I can only speak for myself, but like, we, I feel like I'm handcuffed here. I listen to information that uh, our uh, Alberta government uh, tells us that we disagree with 100%, but they're telling us this is what the people want. Well, it's not what the people want, it's what they want. It's the same thing at the federal level. We got uh, Mr. Trudeau there telling us this is what the people want. It's not what we want. It's what he wants. It's his own propaganda. Well, here's here's an example of where I would challenge the government right away. If we had the opportunity, if we had the right that Swiss citizens have, as Mr. Strom has explained to us, I would take the government to task immediately and look for a national referendum on the issue of deficit spending. Mm-hmm. Mr. Trudeau said before the last federal election, that the deficit would be $10 billion. We now know it's going to be hugely higher than that. Right. We also know they're not going to balance the books by 2019, as they said they would. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would, I would start, try to start an initiative, or I would start an initiative, which would mandate, force the government to not go into debt. Period. No, absolutely. And I, like, when we hear from our end... We hear of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that uh, we're so uh, benevolently forking out to different countries all over the world. Some of them we've never even heard of, and we don't know why the money goes there. Mm -hmm. And I'm a self-employed senior citizen in Alberta, and it's actually my 70th birthday today. Happy birthday. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, there's a lot of people in this province that I feel... uh, horribly sorry for because this the people of this province are hurting yeah. and they're really hurting and i see this from a self-employed uh from an entrepreneur standpoint i see how it is for a lot of people and all we've got is people at our provincial level and federal level that absolutely could that well, we feel they did care less so you would have lauren i thank you for the call happy birthday to you in okotoks uh, alberta um Lutzi, I, I should ask you, is there, because you have cantons in Switzerland, as we have provinces here. Correct. You've got, was it 24? Um, 26. 26. I was close. So you have 26 cantons, uh, and you have the federal government. At the canton level, or the provincial level, are there also referendums and initiatives? Yes, but the federal one is very exceptional. Because the federal one is so strong, if we put something, a sentence directly into the constitution, um, even, even the courts 
cannot take a different decision. Um, so um, if, if the Swiss people, for instance, would say, or, or they, they did say, that um, the age of retirement for women is 64 and for men is 65 at the present time, um, a judge cannot show up and say, hey, we have equal rights, we force the women to go and work one year longer, this would not be possible. Perhaps this is a strange example for you Canadians, but it shows that the Swiss population can do whatever they want, and neither the government nor the courts can decide something else. One final question for you. Is there anything that is not allowed to be um, put up for referendums or, or, or initiatives? Are there any subjects, any issues, any laws, any initiatives that are not permitted? No, everything is permitted, but it is a tr um, an international tendency that some lawyers or some international courts start to say that's not possible, that uh, Switzerland is existing in this world where in a piece of land the people can decide and not us. That's the only problem we have nowadays. So that, is that being actively fought in court? Um, that goes to the international courts like Strasbourg, like the international courts. Um, we are ma making up the United States, etc., in a certain way, um, are smarter. They say, um, oh, we have independence. We do not accept international courts. But in Europe, this tendency is getting stronger that people try to destroy the liberty of Switzerland. Well, I, I know enough about the Swiss people that you're, uh, you're very determined, very determined people, and uh, not likely to let that happen. Lucy, thank you very much for the time. It's always great speaking with you. I know it's evening in, in Switzerland. Have a great evening and, uh, and a great rest of the weekend. And thank you, and I wish to all the Canadians who listen to this program um, happy holidays and a happy new year. And the same to you and your family. Merry Christmas and happy new year. Thank you. Good luck to you. Lutzi Stamm, Member of Parliament, Vice President of the Swiss People's Party. The initiative and the referendum. So there's a distinction between the two. Now, Dr. Kelly Leach is proposing the referendum aspect, from what I understand, to be introduced in, in Canada. But this really wasn't about Kelly Leach's initiative. This was about talking about what the reality is in Switzerland and giving you an insight into how the Swiss have the right, constitutionally, to overrule their government. When we come back, we'll talk to Fran Coombs, the managing editor of Rasmussen Polling in the United States. Americans have been polled on the Electoral College vote, which happens Monday. And it's what happens on Monday, not what happened on November the 8th. It's what happens on Monday with the 538 electors, which will decide who the next president of the United States is. Stay with us. <laughs> 